Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya! I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, thank you there once again, Professor Medley, for that sage advice here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI, the quarantine edition. Oh, good evening, everybody. You are indeed listening to the, the Taxi Stand for this Tuesday, September 15th of 2020, this is indeed the show that's known as Temper Tantrum Tuesday. So from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the palatial Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir. Good evening, kids and kittens. Uh, I trust you all had a wonderful day today. Uh, big, big, fat welcome to those of you watching us on YouTube. <laughs> we'll see how long we last here. We've made the big time. We, we, well, we turned on the switch anyway, whether or not yeah. we made the big time. And uh, just to get things started off on a roll, John, you're going to have to reboot your audio is scratching and dropping out all over the place. You're going to have to come back into the studio. Okay. All right. So I can I'm, do that. I'm going to continue on from here. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome aboard. Temper Tantrum Tuesday. Uh, let me fix that. There we go. Temper Tantrum Tuesday here on uh, the Taxi Stand Hour on uh, the quarantine edition. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get things started off. John's having a little audio problem. He's going to rehook back up and everything will be just peachy fine before you know it, kids and kittens. Uh so tonight's tonight. If you got something to say, you want to vent, we want to hear it. 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. At Taxi Stand Hour on the Twitter. If you'd like to get a hold of us that way. Uh, we see we have reconnected with young Mr. Shannon. Well, the audio didn't sound a whole hell of a lot better. but It, it does not. We're going to power through. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way I look at it, too. We, we, we'll get through it one way or another well ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we've actually gone through worse than this yes we have (laughs) absolutely so like i mentioned before this is indeed temper tantrum tuesday on the quarantine edition just explain of radio of the taxi stand hour on radio tfi what'd you say ed 
I just explained it all to them. Oh, you did? Well, I did. I just explained it again. So, all right. There is no excuse for them not to know. I got stuff. I am. I am fired up. Oh, good. I am fired up. So, uh, and by the way, and I will land the plane when I'm ready to land the plane tonight, as somebody was quick to say last Tuesday. Land the plane already. Well, you know damn well she'll be listening. Yeah, she'll be we'll commenting. See. We'll see. We'll you just see. Bet your there. bottom dollar. Uh, so anyway, what you there got? is also just there is an outside, probably like a five percent chance we may be hearing from the lovely and talented Christine Hubbard. Oh, tonight. Well, that's I invited her actually not to talk about the taxi industry, but I, I got. Um, I'm getting tired, to be honest with you, of everybody who is damning the uh, Canadian uh, healthcare system. Uh, oh, okay. In particular, uh, Mr. Rod Johnson, you know. And right. look, I'm I'm no expert on it. I that's, but I uh, when I'm not an expert on something, I defer to people who are experts. Oh, right. And who better? than someone who's actually living in Canada. An actual Canadian. An actual Canadian. Someone who is receiving <laughs> the Canadian, uh, the health care from Canada. Absolutely. Not only for her, but also for her family. That's right. So we'll, so, have, we'll have our Canadian on. We want to say a big, big hello down under to our Australian. <laughs> We just got them all over the place. Check the Plus comments, we got John. people. Check the comments. What's that? Check the comments. The comments on... StreamYard. I don't have anything right now. Just open it anyway. I do have it open. Okay. I... You see nothing. Did Athens say something? Is that the he, deal? He sure did. <laughs> well, hi, Athens. I can't see what you said, but then again, I... Kind of uh, had to back out here. Oh, for you came bit, in the so. other way. Okay, so only I'll see those comments tonight. All right, very good, very good. Anyway, well, we're we're happy. Uh, we're I hope, hope be happy to hear from Christine tonight. And uh, uh, like I said, no guarantee. I'd probably even say it's probably about a five percent chance. Well, anyway, does not a change standing anything. invitation has been uh, has been um, doesn't change issued. Does not change the fact that she is our favorite Canadian, eh? So, oh, absolutely. So, anyway, where uh, where are we, John? Well, I'm in Egan, Minnesota, as I explained okay. when we started the show. Yeah, you did. You are in Queens, New York, as right. I also explained. Mm -hmm. Well, your audio is pretty bad, so it was it was kind of tough to to suss yeah. that out. But oh, it is Queens, New York. Okay, that would explain the tall buildings. Yeah, that would explain that. Exacto mundo. It was chilly here last night. We were down in the 50s. I know we don't do weather reports anymore, but gosh darn. Now, back down in South Florida, we referred to that as dead of winter. <laughs> Everybody walking around in, oh! uh, in uh, parkas oh! and got their little hoodies and their little you know, parka hoods going. And I've gone on about this for years. It used to drive me batty. Now, sometimes there's a short drive. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's next month, 
South Florida will get their first bit of dry air since like April. And uh, mm -hmm. it'll be actually livable. The temperatures will still be in the mid to mid eighties, but the humidity will will drop, and you will feel the difference. And then, not long after that, uh, we'll get our first. They'll get their first cool front, cold front, where it'll drop down below sixty at night. Basically, what we had here last night. That is when you see the people out with the parkas and the scarves and the gloves and people. People, please. Icebergs are not going to land on the beach. It's not. I understand it's a temperature change, and it's a shift from what you're accustomed to. I get it. I loved it. I, I love that time of year. But, man, oh, man. Iceberg right, right ahead. That's right. That's right. You know, it's, believe you me, it's the only place in town, the only place in the country where you can go into Walgreens, not only buy sunblock, but you can buy uh, mittens, too. <laughs> Now, some people just go, go batty about it. I, I ran into a neighbor today. I was putting the bike away. And she said to me, oh, you know, we were commenting about the weather. She says, yeah, I left the house this morning. I, I had the I had the overcoat on and the, <laughs> and the scarf and all that. She says, I made it about a half a block and I realized what's wrong with me. I was sweating my... <laughs> it was a very pleasant day. It was, it was outdoor air conditioning. Uh, I've got the window open now, The and I'm in sweatpants only because the breeze was blowing across my legs, and uh, I don't I don't want to be uncomfortable. I'm not chilly, I'm not cold, but I, I just, and besides, I miss my sweatpants. I haven't worn them uh, for quite yeah, some time. He's having a case of the shrivels here, ladies and gentlemen. That's, oh, uh... That ship sailed a long time ago. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh no, the the petrified turtle is on is on permanent guard duty now. Oh, make, <laughs> make no mistake. Okay, about it. you did you did tell everybody how to get old this year, by the way. I did sure did. I sure did. I even okay. gave them the I even gave them the correct phone number. <laughs> well, that give him the clap, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you. Well, thank you very much. Aww. So, who's going to kvetch first here, you or I? You go right ahead. Okay, well, uh, you could tell that there were a bunch of uh, bunch of Trumpies that were out and about on Facebook tonight. Boot and a boot? Now, normally, normally I get, I've been getting some good help lately from um, different, uh, different individuals. One in particular, I have to... Uh, I have to, and I'm trying to remember his, or trying to remember how to pronounce his name properly. Edward Zabrowski, I believe, is how he pronounces his last name. And he's been going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Rod All right. uh, quite a bit. Holy Christ on a crutch, man. They were going back and forth. I just sitting back enjoying the show, man. Hmm. So it was watching that. Then, I don't know if you heard it or not, but there was a young man that was killed over on the north side of Minneapolis. Not the greatest neighborhoods. Lots of, if if there's a murder in Minneapolis, the chances are pretty good that it happened over on the north side, unfortunately. And um, the sad part about it was, is that the young man who was killed here, and this was yesterday, the young man who was killed happened to be uh, a... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? He happened to work. He was an intern 
for uh, Ilhan Omar's opponent, Republican opponent, in that uh, particular district over okay. there. And nobody said anything, but I was just waiting. I just waiting for this to happen. I was waiting for somebody to come forward and say, oh, well, geez, uh, Omar must have had him offed, you know, because oh. she's just that crooked. I, look, um, they might not have said it on Facebook, so I said it for them, actually. I said, I'm just waiting for somebody to, to uh, bring this up. Oh, wait a second, wait a second. So nobody said it, but you... You beat them to the punch. I beat them to the punch, yeah. So, so I'm just and gonna, that, that, that drew the wait, ire of a few. I'm I'm going to stop you right here and say, Why? you're the asshole. You damn right I am. You're the asshole. So you got nothing. You to, damn, you got you damn nothing, right I am. Wait, wherever this story goes, you got nothing to convince about. Okay, you brought it up. Of course I did. Okay, I beat him to the punch. I uh, damn. Yeah. You said what nobody else wanted to say, and and uh, you know whether you know there are jokes, there are lines you just don't cross. Even I know that. Lord knows I've crossed that line a number of times, and I got the cards and letters I, to prove it. But I've crossed that line plenty of times. It's my job. It's not. It's my job. job. I I I say the things other people are thinking, but are too afraid. To say sometimes. That's a, that's a cop-out, John. That's a cop-out. No, it's what, not. What, what you're talking about here is something that is grossly insensitive to a young man that just lost his life. Okay? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing funny about it. And there's and nothing... nobody said there was anything and, funny and you're, about it. you're not... Even if somebody else was thinking it, they had the good sense not to say it. Well, I did go on to say that the truth of the matter is with this, that this was a tragic event either happened one or two ways either one or two things went down either mistaken identity or he was in the wrong place at the wrong time well wh- whatever the cause of it may be I, I mean it's I, I know nothing about the situation but but a, a young man who loses his life is a tragedy how old was the young man 17 years old 17 years old that that's I, I mean it's a crime in more ways than the, oh, they, you know it. Uh, Absolutely. But to, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm sorry. There's, uh, I, I feel for him. I feel for his family. But now Absolutely. I got, now I got this stuck in my head about you being a jerk. Well, and I apologize for that. You know, I love you, but I'm sorry. You, uh, by the way, kids and kittens, this will be the first time in three and a half, almost four years that mom and dad are having an on-air spat. <laughs> and it won't be the last time. Oh, I don't know about that, but you can you keep you keep uh, saying st- I, I mean, just inappropriate, John. Inappropriate. Just oh. because just because you frame it as I'm surprised nobody said this, that's you saying it. That's you putting it out there into the universe. That's the backdoor oh. way of getting to it, which means you're still there. You know, it's funny all the all the critics that I had um, on that. None of them said, 
oh wow that was inappropriate that was you should have even the the and the majority of the responses I got were from Trumpers were from the right and you know you know why none of them said it because they're not as schmott as I am and they're not looking out for you like I am I had to do it all over again I'd probably do it again I, I apologize no. for that well you're doubling uh, down on being an asshole then that's right. No, I'm serious. They were inappropriate. Totally inappropriate. Well. I, I, I understand you want to be proud of it and all, but you, it's not. That deserves an apology. Not to me. No. Not to me, but I honestly, if I were you, I would get on that face mask uh, side of yours and say, look, I, I put something out there in the universe that's just not, uh, yeah, you handle it your own way. I was going to say, why would I do that? That is my. You're right. That is my true feeling. That okay. is my true feeling. Well, then you came out as uh, there's there's no point going into any story about watching other people fight about it because you you instigated it. Oh, there were there were still plenty of people there that were that were backhandedly making comments about Omar through this whole situation. I'm sure that. I'm sure there were, but in this particular uh, uh, cockfight, you 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 kicked the door open. You threw the first cock in, if you will. And now, I like haste. And now I like I'm having haste. a temper tantrum about you. That wouldn't be the first time. Well, this is serious stuff, though. This is for real stuff. I mean, no. I, I mean, honestly, pal, I'm I'm very disappointed in you right now. That that that's well. just. I mean, it's one thing to say something controversial to uh, spark a discussion or spark an argument, you know, or to get under somebody's skin. That's one thing. But to make a comment like that, no matter how you frame it, how you frame the picture doesn't change the picture. Right. I totally understand that. So, I mean, I can sit here for another 42 minutes and slap you around, which doesn't sound like the worst idea i've ever had yeah, well keep dreaming <laughs> but seriously I, I i don't want to hear any more about the story because uh you uh you stepped out of bounds we're well, calling it back. i'm not gonna say anything more about the story okay i won't say anything more about the story but i gotta tell you something uh -oh. i am i am tired sick and tired of these uh um these people the ant, the uh, not the the uh, QAnons out uh -huh. there. Now you're talking. Who just the, you know, who are just, oh my God, it's this. This is a conspiracy. That's a conspiracy. Oh, poor Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, what has he done wrong? Oh my God, he's the greatest president in the world. Just you know, and, and I, you just get tired of it because these people. You know, right away, I had a couple of them in there that said that I, off topic on this, that said, well, you must think that all Trump, so you think all Trump supporters are racist. Never said, have I ever said that? No, no, you have never. Have you ever said that? I don't, I don't believe I have. Uh, but, no. then I, but then again, there I are racists that are Trump supporters. Absolutely. It's not mutually exclusive. Exclusive. 
not right. all racists are Trump supporters. Hence, not all not all Trump supporters are racist. Right. It doesn't mean a lot of them but, aren't. But it's the it's the same narrative over and over and over again with these people. You well, know, oh, you, you're going to vote Democrat. You must be you must be behind the rioters and well, and uh, behind the looters. And everybody that's busting shit up. Um, we've talked. I've about never. This. What's that? We've talked about this many, many times. I think we talked right, about it. We have. I think we talked about it last night. Is that the people, especially the 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 maggots, the magas, the, you know, their opinion is the only opinion that matters. Everything else is met with violence, and and you know, they can't accept that. Others have a different opinion. Right. Uh, Trumpsters, you're welcome to your opinion. It's what this country is all about. You're welcome to be wrong. <laughs> but but I'm also welcome to my opinion, and I shouldn't have to fear retribution, whether physical, mental, verbal abuse. If you don't like the way I think, then don't talk to me. Go no, Absolutely. Walk away, as, as as my famous as my favorite radio personality, Neil Rogers used to say when people would call into his show and complain about how horrible it was. He would say, "Turn the dial, shut it off, don't listen. Exactly. You don't want to hear me. Keep going." You're absolutely right. Of course I am. We all knew that going in. John, you 754-800-CHAT, <laughs> You want to join in the conversation. To tell you the truth, that may be the best way because now we've got so many different feeds out there. We've got Facebook feeds, we YouTube, we still got Periscope. We still have the dog, we still have Radio TFI. Yes, we do. That's our yeah. that's our base, baby. Radio TFI at radiotfi.com, our radio that's audience. Right. That's our base, man. We're just a radio if, show with a video feed. If you're watching us anywhere, that's all. Until John so, talks I mean, me into uh, if you don't want to call, you don't want to have your voice heard. Send a send a text to that same number. Send a text to that same number. We'll get the text. Absolutely. One of these days, once we get settled in, we'll. Uh, We'll allow you folks to stream yard in too and be a video presence. Ooh, maybe. That's can't a get them to call on the phone. Can't get them to call on the phone. How the hell are they going to show their mug on uh, on Streamyard? Don't confuse the issue with the facts, please. Oh, well, there you go. Please, I've. Uh... There you go. <sighs> what else you got? Well, I'm done kvetching here, at the least for now. All right. All right. Um, there are a couple other news stories that I found kind of interesting. That's good. Uh, may I? May I get my bitching in? Well, go right ahead. Jeez, Louise, it is temper tantrum. No, Tuesday. I just, I gave you the option. Do it. Well, I'm trying to be know, polite. Th- I don't want you making up stuff about me. I don't have to make diddly up about you so there is I, enough fact there is enough fact right there on the table <laughs> so i have a list uh buckle in 
Uh, you Check can it twice. Yeah, you can loosen your seatbelt. This flight's going to take a while. All right. Uh, you may move okay. freely about the cabin, but this plane okay. ain't landing for a little bit. So let's start with oh, last Karen. night. Let's start with last night's big broadcast. Okay. Okay. So, so my esteemed co-host, that's the guy sitting. Well, it depends on where you are. Anyway, it was John Shannon. Let's not play games. John Shannon started telling scatological stories last night. Uh, he's talking about people pooping in the street. Well, I, I, I just, I just want to know part of that. And then he tells me, take off my headphones. Well, here I am thinking he's talking about the same thing. So after we go off the air, I have my headphones off for a couple of minutes. I'm watching him tell his story. I can make out him going plop. And uh, so in our post-show debriefing, such that it is, I said, boy, you really went on with that story for a while. You get a big plop, you had to make a whole big show out of it for a couple of minutes. And I was really, really upset about it because it, it was just a, a, a gross story. It was a gross story. And then he lays this on me. Oh, no, I was done with that story. I was telling my personal story. Ew! I don't even want... I had, to, I had to go the rest of the night with this. I don't know what the story was. But now, of course, that's all I can think of. <laughs> Is John Shannon pooping his pants? Apparently he didn't poop his pants. It pooped on something. And now I'm just... So I'm still trying to scrub that out. I'm trying to figure out how to get a Brillo pad up in there so I can just kind of... Uh, don't don't you dare start to tell me a story, Judd. I swear... I, guess, I will cut I you off. I, I, will, I will drop you out of this broadcast so fast your head will hurt. So there's that. So there's that. I got chest pains now, and I, I, I go vault. I go vault. Oh. So now today... Today we took the Edmobile out. Well, the Ed Cycle, I should say. And we're riding along. We're riding on a marked bicycle path. Marked. I'm in the correct place in the correct lane. And I'm coming down a hill, a little bit of a hill, approaching a massive intersection there in Queens. Who turns the corner? I'm about, I don't know, hundred. 150 feet away from this intersection. Who turns the corner but two of New York's finest parking enforcement people? Meter maids, as you used to call them. Now, parking enforcement agents here in the city of New York wear exactly police uniforms, but with a white hat. Of course, they don't have a, they're not armed or anything like that. But they do have a sense that they do have that sense of, uh, I do what I want when I want. So there's two of them. They're walking at me. There's there's uh, big steel structures that hold up the, uh, the the train tracks above us. And there's not a lot of room to go on the bike. These two are walking in the bike lane towards me, looking at me. I start hitting the bell, and I'm yelling, Hey, man! And they looked at me, 
And I had to lock up the brakes. I actually put a little rubber on the ground. And then just as, as I'm about five feet from him, he steps off to the side. Says, what's the deal? What's the problem? I got out of your way. I said, are you kidding me? You you tempted fate there. You tempted... Uh, I, I, I just wanted to... I, I really wanted to run him over. Especially since I got a ticket two weeks ago. That I fully deserved, but be that as it may... I, I, I was just... Rah! I, I, I also had... I got cut off by a car... Uh, today... Guy just lo looked at me, looked at me, and turned right in front of me down the street that I was turning onto. He made a left onto the street. I made a right. No, I'm sorry. He came across, across the avenue, and he's looking at me. I finally caught up to him at the next red light. He says, uh, well, I thought you had a stop sign. I know, pal. I was on the main street. You had the stop sign. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. The other one. There's this park I like to go to. So I'm getting ready. I leave the park and I'm pedaling my way out and motoring my way out. And I'm on the uh, secluded bike path. It's set, separated. It's, it's its own little thing. Uh, gets you back. It's really, really cool. It's really, really cool. Pedestrian walkway. Uh, it's before you get to the entrance to the bridge and all that. Anyway, so I get past that. I get to the next section. Again, it's all segregated. You're away from the traffic. And there's a park employee in one of these little uh, four-wheel vehicles. You've seen them rolling around parks and all that. You know, they pick up trash and all that. So she had made a stupid U-turn to get into the bike path. And now she's taking up all the lanes. So I'm behind her and I'm just kind of sitting tight, sitting tight. Just She jams on her brake. She stops. Okay, I swing left. And then she starts going again. I, again, almost hit me. So I back off. We get to the next intersection. First place there was a red light. I pull up to her and I, and I just look at her. And she says, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you. I, and I pointed to her, her side view mirror. I said, you see that? Try the mirrors. They work fantastically. She says, I didn't see you. I said, no, you didn't see me because you didn't look. That's why you didn't see me. And, uh... Then the thing with the car happened, and uh, and then John Shannon tonight. So, you know what? I'm a little fired up right now. Go ahead, John. What else you got? I got the world's smallest violin for you, brother. Now, people, look, people are, when it comes, I don't know when the last time you actually rode a bicycle. Today. But, were you not paying no, attention? No, no, no. Before you got the Edmobile here, the, the Ed cycle. It had been a, a, a minute. People are rude. I know that. I don't need, I shouldn't need to tell you. I mean, people are rude. Even in areas where bicycling or where bicycling is, I mean, there is all kinds of bike paths and Jesus Christ, they've taken just about every major street now in the Twin Cities has taken a lane out just specifically for the bicycles. Yet, right. they they still, 
ride wherever the hell they feel like riding. Oh, no, no, no. Don't misunderstand me. I will get to the idiot bike, bicyclist. You fear not. I'm going to get to them. But two of the stories I just told you happened on segregated, out-of-the-way bike lanes. Not in traffic. And I mean literally. One is part of what used to be a sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Okay? And marked, these are marked lanes painted on the ground with the, the special green that they use. And right. the, other, the other one is in an old alley that used to be there that they've converted into, uh, well, again, it runs alongside the bridge. And part of it's an alley, but... Uh, but it's it's strictly for bikes and pedestrians. Plenty of room. There's there's roads for the traffic. Nobody lost anything. All right. I know what you're talking about. But this is people in these lanes going, eh. Now, I'll grant you, I've already run into my fair share of idiots out there on two wheels. You know, uh, and, and those stand-up scooters. Holy crap. At, oh, man. I was on my way home today. And I'm going across this one bridge. It's not the big bridge. Uh, goes past the train yard. And this guy comes by on a scooter. And I'm doing 14, 15 miles an hour on my bike. I'm full throttle because it's a bit uphill. I swear this kid comes by. He had to be doing 30 miles an hour easy. Which, when you think about it, it's, it's, a, very, it's a relatively narrow stretch of road. Because uh, because the way the bridge is structured. There's room for bikes both ways, but just barely. And this kid is coming by 30 miles an hour. Not giving a flying rat's pahootie. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Don't miss it. The idea, I, even before I got the bike, I was cool with the idea of segregated bike lanes and bike paths. And, uh, you know, you go to different countries in Europe. Amsterdam, and geez, they have, it's a whole culture. People, very not. I think only forty percent of the people have cars, something like that. They all use bikes, and they built bike highways and, and and the like. And look, there there's a there's a you got to learn to live with each other. But holy crap, uh, people on bikes, you can't run red lights. You know, and they go batty. Oh well, this one was killed today because he ran a red light. He's doing forty miles an hour. On a bike. Okay. Traffic in Manhattan. Cesare's going to lose that fight. Traffic in Manhattan. Most of Queens and all that. You don't get. The speed limit is 25 in the, in New York City. You're lucky to get that high. As I tell people about the bike. Right now it's. The governor is at 20 miles an hour. I can change it to 28. But I don't see the point. Where am I going? Where am I going? And the, for the most part, the traffic's not going much faster than me. I try to avoid the big roads when I can, but uh, but yeah, you got you got these delivery people. Oh, and the Uber Eats people. Ay, caramba. Holy smokes. And all those uh, Grubhub and Deliveroo and uh, those nitwits on the electric bikes. Not to mention the delivery guys on scooters and blah, blah, blah. And then there's the Tour de France guys. The guys who believe they have to do a hundred miles an hour on a ten thousand a twenty thousand dollar bike that weighs six and a half ounces. Oh. Tapping out. <laughs> Whew. That was seven good. five four eight zero zero chat wow. seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. It's your turn if you want to join in here and share your uh 
uh, do your little share of pissing and moaning if you uh, want to do here on uh, the uh, what's better, what we like to call a temper tantrum Tuesday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, John's new favorite word, kvetch. Oh, oh, you know it. Hey, I. Hey there, Shannon. She just. Uh, well, hey, uh, Shannon. my uh, my mentor. I, I've explained to you who this is. Uh, my uh, my mentor, uh, Richard Tim. It's his daughter. Yes, yes, yes. yes just yes. just gave us a hi guy or hey well, guy. Well, and a pleasant good evening to you, Shannon. Got something you want to bitch about? Give us a holler. We'd be happy. Yeah. Hey. Vent. That's, this, this is the day for it. You kvetch, you vent, you bitch, you moan. It's all here for you. We don't judge. In all due respect, Shannon, I have heard you do uh, all of the above or seen you do all of the above on Facebook. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if we know what you're talking about. <laughs> there, yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't care. We don't this care. This is where you get it off your chest. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, by the way, as I'm, as I'm looking at the card here, uh, it's official. We will be the nighttime show. Will remain as the quarantine edition until such time that it comes to a screeching halt. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's fine. I don't care. Oh, you know what though? What? Shannon is a little. Shannon happens to be. If I've got this right, she lives in uh, the North Minneapolis area. If I'm not mistaken, she sends she a lot of. But she can't information. spell. She can't spell it apparently. Hey, come on, give her a break. Minispelosis? I had that once just under my elbow. Feel free to feel free to reach through and slap him if you want to, Shannon. You have my utmost permission. As a matter of fact, I will give you a great big round of applause if you do. But uh You were saying she she says she lives over there and and I get. I think she heard the gunfire over there. Oh my! That to, to which we were talking about. It, it was quite a bit of gunfire, actually. Which leads me going back to that particular story. Uh, oh, there was no police presence there either, huh? Hmm. That's scary. Well, that's, that's scary. It's, there, there's no call for that. There's absolutely no call for that. I know right now that the pressure is on the police department in, excuse me, in Minneapolis. I get that. But they do still have a job to do. Yep. They absolutely have a job to do. By the way, did you see on the news that Brianna Brianna Taylor's family, uh, the city of Louisville, settled with them for $12 million? $12 $12 million, absolutely. Doesn't bring her back, but uh, I, I caught, I tuned in uh, just at the end. Somebody, I don't know who the young lady was that was speaking. She was very, very, very powerful speaker up there with the mayor. Uh, I think she was a friend or a relative of, of Brianna's. And she, sa- she said she made a very valid point. She said, if if you're not going to indict the cops involved in this, they should at least be fired on the spot right now. And, right. Uh, you know. Well, good for her. Like you said, yeah, though, it's yeah. not going to, it not going to bring, uh, not going to bring her back. No. But, um, and I, and I hope that they're, that she'll do kind of what the, um, 
what the Floyd family is doing. The Floyd family has set up a uh, set up a fund. A they just don't they donated. I believe it was five thousand dollars to uh, uh, a homeless uh, shelter. Well, that's nice. It's enough. much more than a homeless shelter in in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, it's um, but it was actually a place where George worked for about a little over a year. So they donated yeah. some money there. Uh, let's do some good things with this money that is uh, uh, that is going to be given. And it's going to be a, a number of occasions you're going to see now where these cities are going to have to start tapping into uh, tapping into their funds. There, That's yours and my money that they have to tap that into. Is, that is correct. Um, so well, I, I I mean, there's there's things that happen sometimes that are unavoidable, and while a city or municipality may be at fault, uh, it's 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 tragic and, um, but it, these things happen. Uh, this this is not one of those cases. Clearly, uh, you know whatever. All you need to know is. They were at the wrong place. I mean, I, I I don't want to get involved. I don't want to start start ripping that down. It's temper tantrum Tuesday. If I start on that, they will be carting me out of here in a straight jacket. <laughs> and I was just fitted for a new one. So, well, oh, let me. Way, as long as have you had you had your kvetching chance now? Or are you one more thing? Have you caught your breath? One more What's thing. that? One more thing. One more thing. Oh, okay. I went two and zero on the games last night. Oh, did you? Yep, I finished the week nine and seven. That's kind of been your that's kind of been your average. I used to do better, but I, I'm falling. I, I basically I've been in a in a just above just a nick above five hundred range. Uh, years ago, when I first started doing this, about I don't know fifteen twenty years ago, just for my own amusement. Uh, there was plenty of weeks. Uh, most most years, I would have four or five weeks where I had over, you know, I'd have 10, 12 wins. The 12 and 4, 13. I've gone 15 and 1 once. One time. Uh, and usually I finish the season, you know, 550, 580, something like that. I've had a couple of six, 600 uh, winning percentage. But what can I say? I well, say. I, I'll tell you something. I actually am kind of proud of myself, to tell you the truth. When I was living out in Vegas there and was playing the playing the parlay cards, I was able to, quite frankly, uh, win four games, five games in a row. You know, I put ten bucks down, and the parlay has always kind of confused me. Oh, I could help you through that. That's pretty well, simple stuff. Isn't it? You pick a bunch of games, and they all have to win? They all have to hit, yep. Okay, okay. Now, you can... There's different types of types of parlay cards. You can do them against the spread. Right. Or you could do them just pick the winner. Now, obviously, if you're doing it against the spread, it's more of a payout. Right, because that's tougher. Right. Because you have to cheat doing it, so we know that. Are such a whiner. 
but look how masterfully I brought it back to that. Are you such a whiner. <laughs> Good Lord. Post office called. They said your cup is on the way. Oh, yeah, right. You want to you wanna bitch about that? Yeah, nah, I already know it's a, <laughs> that's a uh, hopeless I got, cause. I've got the tracking number. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so did you see this story in the San Francisco Chronicle today? Uh, about taxi drivers ready to step in if uh, Uber and Lyft uh, bail? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they be? Well, I hope that I I hope that's the case. But and you and I have talked about this before. Just because they're ready to take the reins again, you know, the last thing we want to do. I, I'm just so afraid of this, man. I'm so afraid of what's going to happen. That all you're going to get these rogue drivers mm-hmm. that are going to say you don't. Uh, uh, you don't like what the rate is. You don't like this, or you don't like that. Go take an go take an Uber again. Go back to Uber. Oh, you can't go back to Uber. Yeah, there's there's no sense in doing this and being all pissy with the with these passengers just because they uh, just because they left you for what they thought were greener pastures. All right, it's, this is it's- where these passengers need to be. Greeted with open arms. Hey, we missed you. Damn it, we missed you. Welcome back. The culture has to change. Very true. The 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 days of what the cat cab business was when you and I started in it, those days are gone. This is not a foregone conclusion. When we started back in the uh late eighteen eighties, uh there was nothing else. You took a cab or you walked. That was it. And uh, cab companies need to get off their dead butt and treat drivers uh, with as the customers they are. I'm not saying, you know, look, you got drivers that are just idiots. And, and companies have to be not be afraid to jettison bad drivers. Okay? You got to, look. Customer service is a very, very walking on eggshells kind of thing, especially in the cab business. You've got, look, customers will exaggerate stories, so will drivers. But you've got to, you while you got to give the, the drivers a little bit of breathing room so they can do their thing, you've, you know, you've got to, look, cameras have to be in every, every cab, no matter, I don't care how big or small your company is. So that you have, totally doc- they're not that expensive these days. No, so that there's documentation on every incident that occurs in the cab. There is no privacy issue there. This is a public conveyance. There is no privacy issue. When we first it's got for our- your own damn protection. Well, beyond that, when we first got our cameras years ago, oh, there were plenty of guys. Oh, I can't. I don't want that camera running. Uh, I, I got, you know, privacy. My customers demand privacy. Well, then they need to take a limo. You know, and uh, I had customers. Oh, you can't turn that camera on. I don't turn it on. It comes on as soon as I turn on. The, you know, there's ways it comes on. I, I, you know, in our case, it only came on in case of a, a wacky U-turn or slamming the brakes or 
uh well it looks like a trend and i don't believe you okay don't believe me there, there's the camera's not going anywhere but the whole culture has to change as far as attitude look i'll be the first to admit i was one of those guys once i got a few years under my belt ah hey, you know what we uh our, our poop don't stink our poop don't stink because we're the biggest company in town and blah 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 oh yeah we were then we got our ass handed to us in the 90s with the recession but i could just go, replying know, to shannon here uh, real quick uh, your dad had cameras in his car before it was a cool thing to do uh i god i remember holy christ the first time i saw a ca uh, camera in his car was Oh, easily 10 or 15, uh, 10 to 15 years ago, I think I remember seeing a right. camera in his car. But like I was saying, it's it's more about the culture. It's more about how, you know, companies treat their drivers, how drivers treat their customers. And let's face it, how customers treat the drivers and the companies. It's a triangle there. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, look, I had loads of wonderful customers over the year i had a big book full of regular customers that kept me going for many 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 years i was sorry to have to give all that up uh, and drivers have to understand they are operating a business okay not every customer is going to be you know a hundred dollar ride with a two hundred dollar tip you better get that out your head right now okay you 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 earn your living with seven and eight dollar jobs that's where that's where you work seven eight dollar jobs all right you'll get your 15s your 20s but you know i always held eh, if i can nail a couple of 20 dollar jobs every every shift i'll i'll be okay i'll be okay but uh, companies again have to realize you can't be afraid to get rid of get rid of a bad driver if he's a good payer there was a guy that we had I, it's a long convoluted story I had the opportunity to get this guy out of the business completely. Uh, me and my old partner. And we didn't. We took him on. May, why? Because he paid. He paid. No matter what, he paid. There was never an excuse. That was his one shining thing. That was his only positive. He was trouble up, down, and sideways. And uh, should have got gotten rid of him. You can't let the fact that somebody is a good payer, let that be the only reason. I did it with plenty of guys over the years. I kept them because they paid and and yeah. got wound up with a heart attack for it. Well, the 40, year, <laughs> the 40 years of smoking didn't help either, but, you know. Uh, I understand that. But that. But you're right as far as, okay, we'll be there to pick, to pick up the slack when Uber and, and Lyft go under. Yeah, well, you're going to have to be. And don't sit there like you're entitled to it because guess what? As as you've learned in the past ten years, customers are very fickle. They'll believe honestly, they'll believe anything that you tell them. Especially if they have a bad uh, a bad cab ride. They will go with whoever else is holding out a, a, a you know, open a door for them. I've watched it oh, right. I watched it in Fort Lauderdale, cab, un, illegal cabs, it, just companies being set up, knowing full well they didn't have the licenses to work in Fort Lauderdale, yet that's where all their business was. 
Why? Because my company, the biggest company, kept dropping the ball, dropping the ball. Hell, when I had my own company, I was trying to, there was a particular area that we were focusing on because we knew they were dropping the ball there. People were waiting hours for cabs. And it wasn't out of the way. But, of course, I couldn't get any of my drivers to work there. So it was a story for another time. But, yeah, you're right. Cab companies will be there. But everybody, it's not, things have changed. You're now on the other side of the Grand Canyon where things are completely different. You started out on one side, you you hit the bottom of the canyon, now you're coming back up, and it's a completely different side, and you got to treat it that way. Exactly. Tapping out. Yep. So another uh, industry-related thing here real quick. Oh, uh, did you did did you see the uh, did you see the note here from Market Watch that um, I saw something I didn't read it though seventy million dollars in New York oh, City yeah. taxi cab debt has been forgiven yes so now I don't know I don't know if that's the whole okay seventy million of the one hundred or excuse me two hundred and fifteen million dollar debt attached to 483 medallions right so i, I haven't good read this for them good I for them it'd be nice if it was all forgiven but i i haven't read the story yet i haven't gotten into the details of it but uh that story actually came out a couple of days ago right and uh new york city taxi news not mike but the website put that out i follow them on on uh-huh. the on the twitter as well and, and written heard, by a Paul Berger here at MarketWatch.com. Right. So like I maybe said, what, we'll give this a little bit more, uh, give this some more of a looky see here on Saturday. Right. It, we will tear we, that we, apart a little bit. We will be diving deeper on Saturday about that. Uh, I thought tonight would be more, more pissing and and moaning. Well, you did your fair share. I tried. Well, it's all for the YouTube people because that's. We want to be YouTube stars. Here we are, YouTube. Here we are. Take us. Sexiest old men there in the in the uh, lower 48, boys. Don't mind him. Don't mind him. Hey, I can speak for myself. Not if I shut you off, you can't. <laughs> I'm hey. a sexy old bald guy. All right. Shaletta even told me so. I'll bet she did. And she was trying to borrow 20 bucks. <laughs> you, you sexy. You just a sexy. Oh. I tell my boyfriend, Carlito, I say, he's a sexy man. He's a sexy man. You know what I like about her? <laughs> about Shaletta? No. Everything. I got to tell you, you know, the, the woman is busier than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. Oh, there he goes. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, she never, never, if somebody sends her, somebody replies to one of her tweets or whatnot, she'll always, or not, well, tweets too, because she's on Facebook and on, and on uh, Twitter. She will respond. She will, if somebody responds to her, she'll respond back or give it a like, give a little one line or two line, uh, response or what have you i absolutely here's a little kvetching for you all right i hate people who have one-way social media accounts 
Now I understand they cannot answer, you know, the, your, your celebrities who are on the social media, okay. they can't answer every single person all the time. Right. But you know what? Pick out a couple, pick out, pick out a couple good comments and give it a little love, give it a little, you know, give it a little, uh, you know, a like on Twitter or a, you know, if it was funny, give them a, give them a, Ha ha on Facebook, you know. You don't know that people don't do that. Well, I follow quite a few, uh, quite a few, especially local celebrities. Well, maybe they don't think you're funny, John. I certainly don't. They don't. They don't respond. They don't respond to anybody. You don't know that. That I can. You don't know that. You don't know that they're not responding privately. Well, that's possible, but that's right. You know, the only ones they respond to are other, maybe other celebrities. Uh, I know. That's the situation I'm in. I only respond to other celebrities. How many, how many followers you got again on Twitter? I'm sorry, you're breaking up. How many, how many followers you got? Can't hear a thing. I got more damn tweets than Donald Trump there, remember? I don't know what to say to that. Well, there's a lot I could say, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to drag myself down into that pit. (laughs) Hi, YouTube. How are we doing? (laughs) Hey, we'll be back again doing this tomorrow on YouTube. Well, because we didn't violate it. We didn't violate any of their. uh, We don't know that any of their policies. I waited and waited till the music was all but a whisper to uh, to turn them on to turn them onto the stream. We don't know that. No, you did not. No, you did not. Didn't I? No. Oh well. (laughs) Sue me. We're here, YouTube. Love us, please. Love us. We need the love. Exactly. We want to. Uh, we want to be viral stars. I don't know how we're going to do that with this static screen, and that's okay. One. Of it happens days, every once in a while. Jesus. One of these days, I'll figure out how to put motion in this, and and all that good stuff, and we'll. Uh, we're we're doing motions. See, we're doing motions. Well, yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. We're doing the motions that they do at the uh, at the old folks' home. Uh, we're doing yoga. Look at us. Uh, we're dancing, sitting down, moving our arms. We're knitting. We're knitting. There you go. <laughs> Downward dog. Oh, thank goodness this is all. I tell over. you, I remember back then in in nineteen fifty seven. And WWII. It was the big one. Fifty seven sounds a lot more like uh End of Korea into Vietnam, tell you the truth. 57. Jeez. 57. Oh. You were alive for 57. No, I was not. All right. Well, uh, YouTube and uh, Facebook, we're going to say goodbye here. Uh, So we'll do that. And uh, the hell with it. We're not going to do that. We'll stay right through and see what they say. So, anyways. uh, for Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. See ya!